Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe on VSEN. The Sports Betting Network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi. The first time we've done a Lombardi Line in person, buddy. In person, yeah. Let's get this thing going, huh? Yeah, this is important. This is a great day. I mean, this is awesome. You were, uh, I mean... I didn't see you at the window. Were you on Purdue or not? <laughs> I was not on Purdue. Good for you. Th- thank- thank- thankful for me. I was not on Purdue. I was sitting near some people. I think, I don't know if they had Purdue Futures or maybe oh, they were Purdue I can fans. Only imagine. What was it like in here oh, when they, my oh gosh. my God, I feel so bad. <laughs> there was. I can't repeat verbatim what a guy said because there was a, there was a four letter <laughs> word in there, but it was, you got a guy who's 7'4", throw him the... Ball. I mean, it's like you got a. Th- it's like a third grade team, right? You got one kid in third grade who's six foot. Like, yeah. how do you not win every game? I, I don't understand. They, it. Have, they don't have a guy under six five, it's, over six five, right? It's truly remarkable. But we're talking about the largest. It's, upset. it's the great state of New Jersey. You just can't defeat it come tournament time. There Look at go. St. Peter's last year. There I all, mean, it's in our goes, blood. All goes back to the Garden State. Yeah, um. <laughs> everything goes right back to the Garden State. It's all your waste. Everything goes back there. You know, we take it all in. You know, the yeah. few, the proud, the free. There we go. We're gonna have a lot of fun over these next couple hours. Make sure to tweet at us at Vsin Live on Twitter at M Lombardi NFL is where you can find Michael at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Coming up, we have four guests on the program. Tim Murray of Vsin Primetime and host of the College Basketball Betting Podcast will join us in 30 minutes. We'll get Tim's thoughts on last night's Madison Clue including that upset of Fairley Dickinson over Purdue. Carl Jig-Jag Johnson, Sportsbook Director at the Beau Rivage, in 45 minutes. How are betters approaching the second round games, which will tip off in a couple of hours? We'll get that answer. Thomas Gable, Racing Sportsbook Director at the Borgata, checks in at 8.15 Pacific time. TG is as sharp as they come with the college hoops, and we're going to need a winner from him because after what we had last night, I think I went 0 for 5. So uh, TG, get me out yeah. of the get me out of the dumps here. A lot, a, a lot of brackets are messed up. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember a one and a two being gone before this this in the, the first round. I mean, that's incredible. kind of remarkable. But I, I want to ask you, uh, as you now now that we're down, we've eliminated. We're down. We're going to get to the Sweet 16 by Sunday. Who are you going with? If you could rebracket yourself again, knowing that Princeton was going to win, you know, knowing that Fairleigh Dickinson was going to win, all those things. Who are you rebracketing with? 
I'm still going with Houston. Are you really? I, th I think I am. And I, the, the Marcus Sasser injury is it's concerning, but I still think Houston's defense and whether Kelvin Sampson is a tournament tested coach, he's made runs in the past. I think it's Houston's year going to the Final Four in Houston. Jim Nance on the call. He went to Houston. It's all coming together. It's coming up. Houston. I think, We're going Cougs. Is this Nance? And this might be this Nance's last, last one. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. So, How about that, huh? That would be an interesting tie to collect right there. It would you be. Know, he gives that tie out. Yeah. <laughs> it would be oh, a lot dang. of fun. I didn't so, think about that one. So, that's I'm, a good one. I'm, I'm going to go with the Houston Cougars, right? right? But the Sasser injury, and the, like, that's a little concerning. Hopefully, they can get through this. They got a tough game this, uh, this afternoon here against Auburn. I think mean, that's a tricky matchup. Played in Birmingham. There's going to be a lot of Auburn fans there. And Houston's a little bit yeah. banged up. So we'll see if they can get through that one. Also, then later on in about 90 minutes, Jordan Schultz, NFL insider over at The Score, will join the show as uh, we talk some NFL free agency. We're through the first week. We're done week. free agency. Free agency's over. When, when yes. guys start taking visits, it's over. When guys start well, taking so visits, it's over. What do we call over. this period then? Is this, uh, we call this go get a job period. This is go get a job. Like This is where Drew Rosenhaus is really one of the best agents in football. Uh -huh. You know Because Drew is able to understand the market, and he knows when the market's over, and he makes deals, and he sends the guys. He doesn't hold out for that extra 25 cents that may be coming mm -hmm. around the corner. You know, like you take the Patriots sign Mike Gusecki. You know, Gusecki had a, had hope that he was going to make this huge deal yeah. out there. Did the happen last year. Yeah. yeah, so finally he takes a deal where he gets incentive. Same thing. We're seeing a lot of guys, the safety market, everybody thought, I mean, they paid, Atlanta paid Bates, but which, I, you know, and then everybody else has kind of fallen in line. Julian Love thought he was going to get $12 million a year, and he signs in Seattle. Mm -hmm. So, this is go take a job time in the NFL. You better get one right now because what happens is the longer you wait and when teams draft a guy, all of a sudden that draft pick, even though we know most draft picks don't make an impact, mm -hmm. in April they every team thinks they make a huge impact. Oh, he's going to come in here and play right away. Yeah. And so they ignore the rookie. They ignore the veteran. They go with the rookie. Yeah, especially on that cost-controlled contract. They're like, hey, we'll just deal with this guy instead of worrying about somebody who's trying to break the bank or so in free agency. We'll get to free agency talk coming up here shortly, but we have to react to what we saw last night in March Madness. Fairly Dickinson, you talked about it against Purdue. Largest upset since 1985 in the tournament. 23-point underdogs, FDU, and they go ahead and beat Purdue. Well, I was in the sportsbook. People were chanting FDU all throughout even know the where second FDU half. They have, nobody even they have knows no where, clue. But, nobody knows But they wanted to see history. <laughs> Only me and Jason know where the hell it is. We're Jersey guys. They're the only two people that know where the hell it is. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, that you know. But when Maryland-Baltimore beat beat Virginia, Virginia, what was that line? That line wasn't? That was 20 and a half. Oh, wow. And this was 23. Yeah, I mean, poor I mean, look, not poor Matt Painter, but I mean, here's a guy who's built a hell of a program, but he just can't seem to get traction come tournament time, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm sure everybody's going to call for his head, but I mean, his team's good, but at some point, you got to win the when you get in the dance, you got to dance. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing is that they've come up short so many times in these spots as big favorites. They put the graphic up during the game last night of. Oh, Purdue, in the last two years, they've lost to a, a 13 seed and a 15 seed. It was North Texas a couple of years ago. Then, obviously, it was St. Peter's last year in the Sweet 16. And now you'd lose to a 16 to become the second number one seed to lose to a 16 seed last night. It's I don't know what it is, whether he gets tight or so, but I was over hanging out at the Westgate Sportsbook, and I was talking to folks around me. I said, if this gets to the under-eight timeout in the second half, and this is still a close game or FDU's oh, even leading, get tight, yeah. th th Purdue's going to lose. I, I was like, I, they are going to get so incredibly tight. And we saw that they were bricking open threes. Guys started being scared to shoot the ball. It, it just it was one of those things to where 
I, I kind of relate it to quicksand. The harder you try, then like the quicker you're gonna fail. And like they just got in over their heads. And all it takes is 40 minutes. Basketball games can be crazy, and they're going home after having a hell of a season. You know, since February one, the best team in the country has been Alabama. The second best team has been UCLA. Alabama, Brandon Miller injury we don't know ucla has injuries to their yep. team houston's the number three team in the country in terms of all the numerical data uh and then tennessee and tennessee's got a huge challenge today yeah. they, and they so, have injuries too and they've got injuries gonzaga for the first time isn't the isn't the hunted one this might That's be funny. actually the time to really you know maybe they're embracing the role as the dog yeah it's like almost like they're an afterthought yeah as, and, as i mean connecticut too look they, they've done a great job i mean I thought Rick Pitino's comments when they were asking him about the St. John's job, mm -hmm. you know, about how good his team was coming back next year. Now, you know, obviously he couldn't compete with Connecticut and all that. But to me, you know, that that Iona's he's hard to play, Patino. Yeah. Connecticut was really good in that game. I mean, yeah. they 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 look like they could. I mean, I could pencil them in. I mean, any, everybody we talk about is going to be penciled in because nobody's really confident. But to me, that that was an impressive win. Yeah, I took Iona yesterday with the points, plus 10, because I was like, hey, this is Rick Pitino against Dan Hurley. And you think back, Dan Hurley, as much as Connecticut's been good this season, he has bad tournament history as well. A couple of first-round exits the last two years. Not super confident in a coach like Dan Hurley in this spot, but credit to his guy, especially in that second half. They absolutely just overwhelmed I, I, I Iona. I think that's a miss. See, I think this is what usually happens, what, what should happen when Purdue's playing Fairleigh Dickinson or when – Iona plays UConn. The volume of play wears down the other team. Yeah. I, I think you saw it when you were watching uh, St. Mary's play uh, of Virginia VCU. Yep. You know, you could just see that St. Mary's was the better team. And they put the graphics up, and I think it was really kind of a perfect in-game betting situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, St. Mary's is one for 11 at the three-point line, right? You know, VCU shooting 55% from the field, right? They have, they're down by a point. Like, when, when you see those numbers and the game's that tight, you know it's going to change. Yeah. You know it's going to change and shift. So that's the perfect opportunity to get in there and place a bet. So one of the things about basketball that you have to really pay close attention to is those halftime stats because the it comes back again. It's like the you just don't shoot 655% from the floor the entire game. No. If you do, it's an outlier, right? So when you see a game like that that's tight and you know it, like you could just watch. I was watching St. Mary's and VCU, and I just said, St. Mary's, gonna eventually they take over. The talent eventually wears you down. And also the way that they play the ball. They're so good and sound and protecting the basketball. When they get a lead on you, they're not going to do the stupid stuff to turn it over and let you get back into the game. They're going to methodically kind of pick you apart and – and they yeah. did that with VCU in the second half, winning the game 63-51. That's what drives me crazy about Arkansas. As much as I love Muss, and I love Muss, and I'm rooting for him today against Kansas. So but am I. His team just is so sloppy with the – did you see the beginning of it, that game? Yeah. I mean, they just they, – I mean, it looked like they were playing in a playground somewhere and nobody cared about the ball. Like, I was like, like – It would drive me crazy. <laughs> like, I was going nuts. Like, could somebody respect the ball here, please? I mean, think about the ending of last night's game between FAU and Memphis. I mean, there was just all sorts of craziness going on. There was the jump ball that probably should have been a timeout given to Memphis. I thought Memphis got the short end of the stick on that one because if they call that timeout, then FAU is going to have to foul them and all that. But then FAU goes ahead what and a takes win for the FAU, lead. That's Will Hill's team. I mean, Will yeah. Hill's got them going to the Final Four, so that's a hell of a win for them. He hasn't gone to the Final Four? He hasn't gone to the Final ah. Four.
And think about the path now. Now they just have to beat FDU to get to the Sweet 16. Yeah. They're 13 point that. favorites in that game. Florida Atlantic versus FDU. You can't even tell me the two towns those schools are from. <laughs> FAU, yeah, it's somewhere in Florida, I can tell you that. Yeah, somewhere in Florida. Okay. <laughs> so you, that's a, another Sopranos episode. That's Boca they're in. Yeah, you know, they're Boca? Yeah, they're okay. In Bo- yeah. That's where Uncle Junior hangs out. Yeah, well, that's where <laughs> secrets come out of Boca, huh? Uh, <laughs> T- TCU, they beat Arizona 72, or sorry, not Arizona State. Uh, beg my pardon, 72 to 70 last night. And this was a game from a live betting standpoint. Mike Miles Jr., TCU's best player, he leaves the game shortly with like a, like a knee issue that he had going on, comes back into the game. He was the engine behind the comeback for the Horn Frogs. Yeah, the Horn Frogs. I mean, look, that they were lucky to get team. back. They're a tough-minded team. There's no doubt about that. And so, you know, to get him back and the to, to player to play like that, it was pretty remarkable. Yeah, no, the TCU-Gonzaga tomorrow night, going to be a war. Yeah, be I, a fun I, game. I can't wait for that one out there in Denver. We'll get to all the games from the second round, but on the other side, let's talk some NFL free agency. We're off and running here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, Michael Lombardi. We're hanging I, I out here. I want the truth. I want the truth. Yeah, you want the truth? Have you bet Justin Fields' MVP ticket yet? <laughs> I, I have not. I told you uh, when we were doing the pod. You're going to do it. You know, you know you it's, are. it's down to like 20 to 1, 25 uh, to 1. You're just too, you're just, well, you want it to go high? You, you don't like that I, odds? I mean, that's, you that's think way it's going to keep going down? 
You think there's more people like you out there? Come on. Remember, St. Jude's is a really, really good deal. Hey, I, I have not donated my money yet. I mean, St. Jude's yet. is a really charitable. You get cause. a deduction. You can do that. I mean, I urge you to do that. We had the president of St. Jude's on our show at Super Bowl time. I urge you to do it. But I know you're going to go down there. I know. Look, people are excited about the Bears. People One are. thing about free agency that I don't think people understand the Bears and the Falcons last year spent such little money, mm-hmm. right, that they had to spend money this year. To reach the floor. Yeah. To, to reach the floor. And so I'm not sure they got great value on those deals that they ended up paying for because they actually had to spend money. I mean, Jesse Bates, uh, like a, he doesn't make a lot of plays on the football. He's spending $16 million for a safety. Max Crosby doesn't make that. He rushes the passer. Yeah. Like, like some of these moves don't make sense to me. Like they don't make sense. You got you got a guy that's just you know you're playing you're paying a free safety. Like I think the teams that let the free safety market kind of like John Schneider at okay mm-hmm. Julian loves a true free safety middle of the field. He doesn't make a lot of plays on the ball. It tackles well, not a violent tackle or which you can't be anymore in the league anyway. So to me, that's kind of like what I saw as okay. Let them there's certain positions to let the market sink. And I think, you know, but Atlanta was going to pay Bates. They paid Omiura. They, they had to pay guys. Well, like I said, and they paid some of their own offensive linemen, too. Yeah, it was McGarry. And then, I mean, Lindstrom also got a big deal right as the league year was starting. Yep. So uh, I guess they wanted to use that cap space to do other things than get a quarterback. They don't, they don't, they don't, want, they don't want to get a quarterback. Which leads <laughs> us to Lamar. Like, I don't understand right it. How, how can you sign? How can you be fully vested, fully vested into Sean Watson last year? Fully vested, you know, and you're only you're gonna get Lamar last. I mean, excuse me, you're gonna get Watson in Atlanta last year. Mm-hmm. It, it remember, Cleveland was eliminated from the conversation. Yep, it came back to I believe it was Carolina and Atlanta were the two strong teams in the deal, and then Cleveland came in with a 250 fully guaranteed deal, which got him back in the contract, which got him back in. That's the only way they got back in. And now this year, after a year of watching Marcus Mariota play, they're no, they're not interested. I mean, I don't understand it. Like somebody explain the logic to me. Riding with Ritter, apparently. You watched Ritter. No, don't tell me you're on the Ritter train. I, now. I am not. Okay, <laughs> that's not a train. There's so that, many no. trains you're on. I have a hard time <laughs> that, keeping that, track. Not, that is not a train that I am on. Uh, that one, if it leaves the station, I'll just go ahead and yeah, wave. Yeah, I'll wave yeah. to them. I'll see you guys later. That's the <laughs> good that, luck. Yeah. I mean, my Lord, <laughs> like I get nobody wants, I mean, that's a hard thing to do with Lamar because yeah. you got to deal with a lot of moving pieces, but I, I don't see, you know, this time of the year in free agency, there's very few teams that have cash. Now mm-hmm. teams have kind of done their deals. Nobody's just lingering around with 150 million of guaranteed money to want to give away. This is going to take a Herculean effort to make a deal. And there's no agent involved. I know Lamar says he doesn't need one, but you do need one to kind of negotiate some of the things that you want to get done. Yeah. Maybe he settles back with Baltimore. I mean, it's his only option, I think. I was going to say, let's continue to kind of talk about the layers here because you mentioned Lamar Jackson, how he talked about how he doesn't need an agent. He tweeted out earlier this week an offer that the Ravens gave him. It wasn't the official offer, but he just tweeted the facts and the figures. Three years, $133 million fully guaranteed is what he tweeted that they offered him. I'm not sure as to when, but that's what Lamar went ahead and tweeted from the Baltimore side of it, I guess what's going on in their front office right now? Are they just kind of sitting back and waiting to see if anybody calls them or, or if anybody 
they wait goes out and tries to sign I mean, the offer They can't negotiate. They can't get a deal done. Yeah. I mean, so they're going to have to wait and see what happens. I mean, they, they have the leverage because, I, I mean, typically, don't you real, don't you feel like this time when someone has an interest, like like hypothetically, if you're interested in Lamar, you don't need permission to fly him in and mm-hmm. visit with him. You don't need permission. He's a free agent. Yep. Now, it's going to cost you something. Now, I understand it would bring a lot of fanfare with the deal, but if you had any interest, would you? But one thing about the quarterback market, you can easily go through it. You know, the Bears have a ton of cap space. They're not interested. The Falcons have a ton of cap space. For some reason, they're not interested, right? Green Bay has moderate. Arizona, they're not interested. When you go through the list of the teams, they're not the, all the teams. The Colts would be the only team mm. that you would say, what are they doing? You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to go after a quarterback? Or are they going to stay at three and just pick whoever comes to them? Right well, now, all indications seem that way. Well, because I'm thinking that with Indianapolis, who is picking fourth, if somebody were to jump ahead of them and trade with Arizona to get three, how do you not make the call to try to get Lamar? Because at this point, you're thinking about getting the fourth quarterback on the board. Would you rather have the fourth quarterback on the board, or would you rather have a 26-year-old former MVP quarterback? I think if you're Chris Bauer and you're sitting in your office, you've already played this scenario. I'm at four. I could pro- I don't know if you can go to two or not. I mean, Nick Cesario at the Houston Texans, he signs Case Keenum. He's got Davis Mills on his team, two backup quarterbacks. He's overloaded with backup mm-hmm. quarterbacks. You know, starter. he needs a starter. So where's he going? You know, and so you got you got that situation. Uh, and then Arizona will will certainly move down. There's no doubt in my mind. Arizona will is a, in play to move down. But who are you going to go up to now? You, we got to wait. I think maybe some of this action will take place once we see Bryce Young work out. Once the medicals come back from Indianapolis, all that stuff kind of comes into play. On the Baltimore side of things, though, like let's say they were to make a trade. Three, four weeks from now, a team calls them up. They work something out here. They trade Lamar Jackson for a first-round pick and some change. Isn't kind of the clock running out on them to try to find a quarterback for the future? Because Tyler Huntley, an okay player, can come and be a spot starter. But they also would need to find some sort of after some post-Lamar quarterback play to where I don't think they want to go ahead and have Huntley be their 17-game starter. At least that's not like. I don't read that as the situations that they would have desired. They would want to at least have some sort of replacement for Lamar. Well, the, where is he coming from? That's, the, the, that's you know, where are you getting him from? There's nobody out there. It's like people ask the question, well, what happens with Rodgers? You know, if the Jets don't, if they don't get him, what happens? You know, there's a, there's a standoff right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, between Rodgers and the Jets, and I'm sure that, you know, the Jets are sitting there. Rodgers has pretty much done everything he needs to do to become a Jet. He's redone his contract. That's all agreed in principle. That's all there, right? So that all the thing that matters is how are we going to get this? And I think Murphy, the president of the Packers, Mark Murphy, I think he's got to make a decision on do I, do I play this out or do I just get cave? I mean, everybody thinks that the Packers have all the leverage. In some sense, they have some. Mm-hmm. In another sense, you know, the – at some point, you're going to get something. It's like you're going to have to sell the house. You know, it may not get your price, but you're going to sell your house. Your house is for sale. You're going to sell it, right? How much longer are you going to keep on to it? The draft will be a deadline. they got to use those picks. What was the deal behind him speaking about Rodgers in past tense if he now wants to play this game of chicken? Like, like that to I, me makes I think, no sense. I think at the end of the day, the, the, the dynamic between what, when this when Murphy came in and went with Rodgers and a lot of people, I think everybody doesn't realize how powerful Mark Murphy is in that organization. 
and he is the power broker there. And I think that there's a lot of resentment between Rodgers and him. So I think the back and forth. I mean, when you listen to Rodgers on the on Pat McAfee, he was very clear. Not clear. He was he was very clear in what his displeasure was directed towards. If you understood the relationship, yeah. and and he never said Murphy's name, but you could read that name pretty loudly. You didn't have to be a guru. Yeah. It, it was almost like Rodgers went on there as like a chance to say, "Hey, I love Green Bay. I love the fans. I love this." But they don't want to treat me well on the way out. It was, it was a weird kind of interview there, but it was he definitely went in there with an intent to, yeah. in his eyes, quote unquote, clear the air. But we really knew what he was up to, and it was pretty much what to Murphy, me is funny because, like, I don't understand. This time last year, they redid the contract. They kissed. They made up. Right. Mm -hmm. And now, what happened between what happened? you know now and then? That's what I have. Like, if I were the GM of the Packers, I'm like, okay, Aaron, we're doing this deal. You're here for two years. The other issue is, you know, in fairness. Rodgers is year-to-year. -year. I think it's truly year-to-year. -year. I don't think he's willing to commit to any team beyond next season. He's willing to commit to the Jets for 23. I don't think he's willing to commit to anybody past that. And that's that makes it hard, too. That's what I've said. We said this on the GM Shuffle three two weeks ago. Now people say it now, but, you know, but that's how the shuffle usually goes, is they want a first-round pick, plus they want a higher pick based on if he plays in 24. I think that's still where it is. So we're talking about 13, the pick 13. Is yeah, they definitely want pick 13. I mean, then it came out they wanted two or they're going to trade them. For, no, I think that's what it is. Yeah. And maybe nothing happened to create this divorce, and maybe it's just the clock of Jordan Love. Packers need to pick up his fifth-year option this year. And they're they going to pick that up, play. yeah. They will. I mean, they have to. They have no choice. I mean, they're fully vested in this. All you need is love. All you need is Tim Murray. He's going to join us on the other side to talk some college shoots. This is the Lombardi Life. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets and tools like our exclusive betting splits. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament. For only $19 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown <laughs> I, Las Vegas. Tim Murray will be joining us. That voice that I just heard from Tim Murray is the voice <laughs> of most bettors here in Las Vegas after the first round. Tim, how are you? I mean... I almost want to try to cheer you up. I mean, I get a, a therapy. We need to get you going here a little bit. You all right? Uh, I'll give you guys a story. All right. So my son is uh, is on spring break. So my wife yeah. and my son went to Disneyland. Uh, they drove to Disneyland on Wednesday. And last night after Beeson primetime, I jumped in the car with my producer, producer Britton, and we drove to the airport. And during that drive, I had Drake plus the three, mm. and I got to witness Miami go on a 16-1 run to close out the game and win and cover. And then I get on the plane, a quick 45-minute flight to, uh, to Los Angeles to meet up with my family, and I watch on that plane in horror Memphis just hand the game away as I had Memphis not only to win, but I also took a flyer on them to win the region. And I was pretty excited oh. because Fairleigh Dickinson pulled off the upset. So 
Uh, Michael, whatever you got, if you you got something to cheer me up, let's uh, let's make it happen. Yeah, I, 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 the only advice I'd have is I probably <laughs> would not go near Mickey today because he might punch you in the mouth. Like seriously. <laughs> Like, I don't think I'd go near Mickey today. I'd stay away from the characters today down at Disney. I'll go, I'll go hang out with the – isn't there a Grumpy set? Yeah, I go, like I'd go, with the, go, I'd go with find Grumpy and Doc. You're going to need some rehab, and you're going to need to stay there. That's about the best you're going to do today. <laughs> Apparently, it's not the happiest place on earth. For, for, <laughs> not, for not for Tim Murray, Murray. Uh, Tim, <laughs> it, it sounds like you're, uh, you're on the mend here with all the bets and everything, but – I don't think yeah. there's anybody that's sadder than the Purdue Boilermaker fan base and what happened last Ooh. night. You talked about it. Largest upset since 1985 in the tournament. They lose to Fairleigh Dickinson outright as 23-point favorites. Just the simple question is, where does Purdue go from here going forward? And also on the Fairleigh Dickinson side, do you think that they can continue this momentum into the second round against FAU, or does the clock strike midnight? You know, we thought the clock was going to strike midnight a bunch last year with St. Peter's, and it didn't until the Elite Eight. Um, you know, what Tobin Anderson, the head coach of Fairleigh Dickinson, has done and instilled in that team and uh, is just remarkable. And there, I guess there's something, uh, and this will put a smile on Michael's uh, face, uh, I think. <laughs> I think there's just something about, I don't know, being a Cinderella in New Jersey. Apparently. No doubt. <laughs> it is. It's the yeah, Springsteen Princeton, factor, Tim. Yeah, it's the Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. We're rising. We're always rising. <laughs> We come up, up for be, the rising. They must, yeah. They just must be blasting uh, Bruce Springsteen in all these locker rooms. Um, but I, I, I don't know if, if they can pull this off again. But, hey, I doubted them. You know, it, it's funny, guys, because me and uh, Matt Newmans were doing the uh, VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. And Matt has got such a great read on Purdue because, you know, it's his alma mater. And, you know, either it's football or basketball. And he said, you need to bet against Purdue every round of this tournament. And I agreed. And then I got fooled when I'm thinking, well, Purdue's got a 7-4 center. This is the shortest team in college basketball. There's no way they could pull this off. But uh, I don't know if it can keep rolling. Uh, Florida Atlantic is, is really impressive. Uh, and, you know, they were able to, uh, to withstand, uh, you know, uh, a Memphis team that I think is incredibly talented. So it's a big number, open 12. Um, you know, I would imagine – yeah, I'd be curious to see which way the public ultimately goes on Sunday, guys, because I think, you know, because of St. Peter's last year, I would think that the public is probably going to take a flyer again on a on a no-name school that they've never heard of from the state of New Jersey. So we'll see, but I tend to think the, the, the clock strikes midnight uh, against uh, Fairleigh Dickinson on Sunday. How about Arkansas, Memphis today? Give us your breakdown. Like, I watch Arkansas, and, yeah, they're really talented. They're athletic. They're long. They're everything you want. But they're really not an Eric Musselman style of team. They're not really smart with the ball. They turn it over too much. They play great defense at times. But can they pull the upset? Can they be Cinderella in this bracket against the Jayhawks? Well, I think talent alone, Michael, they can because they have – you know, Black and uh, and Smith, who are two first-round picks. And, you know, the flashes that you see, let's just go back to the Illinois game. I mean, it feels like they're running away with that thing, and ultimately they did win comfortably and covered. But late in that game, to your point, they threw an alley-oop up 10 with like a minute and a half to go and missed it. <laughs> they, they get... They, they foul a guard going to the basket with like 17 seconds to go. I'm like, what, what is going on? You know, oh, you're, you're up 10, you know, you need, you need to put that. So that always worries me when you're going up against the Kansas team, who you know is going to be the opposite of that. Kansas doesn't really have, 
I mean, who knows what Grady Dick could be eventually, but right now he's not a first-round pick. Jalen Wilson's phenomenal talent. But, I mean, what Bill Self has done this year, and obviously, you know, with the health scare, you know, you hopefully everything's all right there with Bill Self. But what he's done this year, you know, losing six of his eight top scorers and losing two first-round picks, and now here we are again, they're a one seed. But I'll say this, Michael, on talent alone and the fact that Eric Musselman has taken back-to-back teams to the Elite Eight, it wouldn't surprise me if Arkansas put a put a, uh, a scare into Kansas here. So I think the biggest thing and why I haven't la- uh, taken the four, Michael, is what you said. What worries me is the mistakes and kind of just the, uh, you know, I, I don't want to call it just, just the mistakes that they can make late in the game uh, that, that could worry me against the Kansas team who you know won't make those same mistakes. We're speaking with Tim Murray here, host of VEASAN Primetime and the VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Tim, let's talk about another number one seed. Is Houston in trouble today against Auburn? I don't know how you can bet Houston in this game because normally, guys, I would love to bet Houston, right? They played so poorly, you know, I would expect a bounce-back effort. But here's a couple things that just terrify me. Marcus Sasser is clearly not healthy, uh, and I, I was surprised that he played against Northern Kentucky, and then he seemed to re-aggravate that groin injury. Uh, and then, you know, Shed, their other best player, he is dealing with a, a knee injury right now. So, you know, this is a team that Kelvin Sampson said after the game on Thursday night, hey, you know, we're dealing with a lot of injuries. And that team, I mean, they look like they, they lost against Northern Kentucky, the, the reaction that they had. I, I hadn't seen that team play that poorly all year, and that was pretty stunning to see that. Um, Auburn's a team that, you know, is going to have the crowd on their side in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, you know, I think I would imagine Alabama, it's going to be interesting. Do Alabama fans want to see another number one go down or do they cheer against their rival? I would think it's the, the former because they want an easier path to a championship. So I think it's going to be a tricky environment. Um, and, you know, I, it would be take the dog or pass in this spot, guys, for, for me, because Auburn's got some really good guard play. Yeah. And if you look, let, let's, if you were to rebracket yourself as you're there roaming Disneyland yeah. and you're seeing Doc and, and, <laughs> you know, and Grumpy, who would you pick as your, who would you put now in your final four? Final four right now, I mean, you have to go Alabama. Um, you know, I, Creighton, I thought, played well, but, you know, I'm not going to be saying that Creighton at this point after just one game. So if I'm going region by region at this point, after what we saw after one game, I'd say Alabama uh, goes out of their region. Um, it's either, I'll say this, in the East region, I think you can make an argument for a bunch of teams. Duke played really, really well against Oral Roberts. Um, you have Kentucky, who you saw the glimpses yesterday against Providence, and then you and then I thought Marquette played well. So I guess in the in the East, I would lean towards Marquette. Um, you know, I think they're really defending right now, which is what Shaka wants. Uh, in the in the uh, Houston region, uh, I would take Texas, and uh, and then I would probably go after one game. Um, I think it could be the the winner of. Um, of UCLA Gonzaga, but I'll say this guys, you know, Ken Palm and, and these advanced number sites love UConn and yeah. they were down at the half to Iona. And then that second half, I mean, they're down at the half at Iona and they won by 24 and Hurley said after the game, he said, when our bigs are playing that way, they are unstoppable. And I can tell you what here in Las Vegas or where you guys are in Las Vegas and I'll be back, you know, in a day um, that sweet 16, if it's UConn, Kansas, 
UCLA and Gonzaga. Wow. Get your popcorn ready. That will be a phenomenal Sweet 16. So in the West, I guess I would say right now, um, just because I still have my concerns about Clark and, and him not being with the with UCLA, I guess I would lean towards Gonzaga. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if UConn, if they play that well, their ceiling seems to be incredibly high, and they could be a team that could emerge out of that West region. Yeah, I think Sonogo just got another putback dunk. Uh, as someone who was on Iona yesterday, I, I mean, he hit the three, and I was like, you know what? I just, whatever. I lose. He is Tim Murray, VEASAN host on VEASAN Primetime and of the College Basketball Betting Podcast. Mickey, Tim, Tim remember, Mickey. it's the happiest place on earth, yeah, buddy. We'll win Mickey. some bets today. We'll cheer it up, man. Thanks for joining us. This is a place I need to be after yesterday. <laughs> you got Cheer that up, right. Tim. Uh, good stuff there from Tim Murray. We'll talk some more college hoops on the other side. Carl Jick Jack Johnson of the Beauregard joins the show next here on the Lombardi Line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. There's no better time to hit the court from say, exciting action in college basketball. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code VSEN1000 and place your first bet on March matchups. If your wager loses, you'll still receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Find out why March is the most magical month in sports and take your shot at thrilling tournament wins. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Washington, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 
Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Michael Lombardi here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino here. March, the most magical month. Maybe not for our last guest, Tim Murray, <laughs> there. He's going to cheer up over yeah, at Disneyland. You have to He'll cheer be, up if you're in Disney. We'll be all good to go. A guy that's never in a bad mood, though, joining us now, Carl Jick Jack Johnson, the sportsbook director over at the Beau Rivage. Jick Jack, hope all is well. Want to start with what we saw yesterday. A lot of favorites early on going ahead and winning and covering. How did you guys make out from the second day of the first round yesterday? Yeah, so, you know, Femi, it, it, the, the first two days of the tournament have been really good for us. And, and so, and what I mean by that is that we haven't won a whole lot. We've made a, we, we made a little win the first, uh, first day. We made a little win yesterday. And, and that's kind of that's good for us because it keeps the vibe of the room going. You know, mm. I, I can remember a few years back at, at Mirage, uh, probably five, six, seven years ago, you know, the first day, the first two days of the March Madness, but we busted everybody, you know, and, and you lose the vibe of the room. And, you know, we're in the entertainment business. It just helps the vibe helps the rest of the casino, you know, so good little steady wins for us. And we're happy with it. Yeah. And so today you've got, you know, a lot of Southeast Conference teams going today. Auburn, Houston, huge game. I mean, what's what are you, what's what are you looking at at that game? And especially since you're so far, since you're so close to the uh, War Eagles campus, there you get a lot of Auburn money. Yeah, we you know we got some War Eagle fans in here today. Um, we you know we're at five. We opened at at five and a half. We're at five and a half. They hit the uh, over from one thirty one and a half to one thirty two and a half. Wow. And, and interesting, that's the only over that the Sharps hit. The mm. rest of them, they hit the unders uh, overnight. But uh, Auburn's getting uh, 75% of the money, uh, 60% of the tickets. Uh, you know, Houston's struggling with that injury. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how they uh, handle that. Uh, you know, and you know, and one thing that uh, uh, we've, we've got that Mattress Mac futures bet mm. out there on Houston uh, at 10 to 1 for uh, – 500,000 that we're trying to dodge that bullet. So, uh, you know, from our point of view, we're hoping that we get some help from Auburn today. That's shocking for me, Femi, because Tennessee's so good defensively, the third best de- defense in the, in the country, you know, it, since really February 1st. I mean, it's UCLA, Alabama, Tennessee. I'm surprised the overs getting hit that much. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. Maybe it's people want to bet on achievement. You know, yeah. you don't go to the casino to bet against people, or at least most of the general public there is. Uh, we're speaking with Carl Jick Jack Johnson, Sportsbook Director over at the Beau Rivage. That Duke-Tennessee game is a really interesting one because Duke has played so well over the last month. They looked good again against Oral Roberts Thursday night. Laying three and a half, that totals at 128 and a half here. How are they betting you guys in this one between the Blue Devils and the Volunteers? Yeah, so we are. We we did open three and a half. We're still there. This is one of the totals that was not hit overnight. It's still at one twenty eight and a half. Uh, right now, we're getting all Duke money, which is a little bit, uh, uh, you know, unsuspect. You know, I, I wasn't suspecting that. Uh, but eighty uh, percent of the tickets, eighty five. I'm sorry, eighty percent of the money, eighty five percent of the tickets are on the Blue Devils, and they have been playing good basketball for the last three weeks or, or to the month. Yeah, this ought to be a good one, too. And so as you look at the slate, we also have Arkansas, Kansas. And we know Arkansas is really talented. We see this line moved a little bit, Femi, from three and a half up to four today. Mm-hmm. Carl, where are you with this one? Uh, yeah, as we came on, Mike, we're still at three and a half. Uh, this total went from 144 and a half to 142 and a half. So they hit it pretty good. 
Uh, they're betting us Kansas. Kansas is getting all the money, all the tickets right now. Um, this is, uh, uh, you know, I look, I think uh, I was listening to Timmy earlier. Um, you know, I think Arkansas can, uh, you know, they, they've got the talent on that squad. It's going to be interesting to see if they can keep this game close. Uh, I'm a little chalky today. Kansas is one of my plays today, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Wow. Maryland and Alabama, the Tide look like the best team in the country, the number one seed, playing in Birmingham close to Tuscaloosa. They're laying eight and a half against the Terps. 143 and a half is our total. Yeah, the new home of Bill Berman, you know, Alabama, the Crimson Tide. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's uh, he's he's got interest in all this stuff. Uh, Alabama's at uh, right now we're at eight and a half. And uh, we, we went from 144 and a half to 143 and a half. Uh, Alabama getting the money here, 60% of the money, uh, 60% of the tickets. Um, I like this team, you know, uh, with with some of the with, – with Arizona getting knocked out, uh, you know, I think this team – it's one of my final four teams, and uh, I think they're going to get there. Yeah, I mean, look, they – you know, they – when you watch Maryland, Maryland, I thought West Virginia had that game. They mm-hmm. had the big lead, and then Maryland made that huge comeback to get back in it. But, you know, I, I think you're right, Carl. I mean, this it, it the tea leaves are reading really well for them. How about another team we haven't talked about, which I think has been a remarkable. They, you know, Chris Beard gets fired midway through the season. New coach comes in. This Texas team, you know, his team, which is being coached, it has been outstanding since, you know, since – February 1st, they're great. And then in March, they're the fourth best team in the country. Talk about Texas as they as they play today, Carl. I like Texas. You know, Texas is another one of my final four teams. Uh, you know, and the good thing uh, uh, about that, you know, in that Midwest, you know, you got Houston dealing with some injuries. Um, you know, in this game, we opened at five and a half, 140 and a half. Uh, we're still at five and a half, 138 and a half. So they've they hit that total under overnight, uh, but interesting. Uh, Penn State is getting the uh, getting a little bit of the money here. Uh, they're getting about fifty-two percent of the money here, and they're getting uh, a, a little bit bigger ticket count at sixty percent of the ticket count. Kind of interesting for me, you know. I, I kind of thought that, especially down here, that they would bet uh, Texas a little stronger. Uh, but one of the things that I notice in college basketball, as opposed to college football, is that uh, you know, down here during football season, the guys are betting, you know, these regional teams more so uh, than in, in college basketball. You know, these guys down here are not afraid to bet the UCLA's or the Dukes, uh, stuff like that. So I think that's what we're, we're kind of seeing here a little bit. They're going up north, betting Penn State here, and uh, it'll be a good one. Yeah, Penn State looked really good against Texas A&M the other night uh, from a futures perspective, because I feel like oftentimes we lose sight of the futures markets once the games start happening. Cause everyone's talking about their brackets. They're talking about their bets, but how about the futures market? When you have an upset like fairly Dickinson over Purdue, what does that do for the rest of the favorites and kind of how their prices change? Because in that East region, some might argue that the path is now clear for a Duke to get to the elite eight, or maybe it's a Marquette that ends up uh, being the beneficiary of Purdue going down early. Yeah, you know, I think it favors both of them. In my bracket, it favors Marquette a whole lot. I had Memphis over Marquette. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of the things that's happened in the last day or so is now Alabama is the odds-on favorite with us uh, at 5-1 to one to win the national championship. Uh, Houston still at, at plus 550. Uh, but it has changed a little. You know, you'll see – and that's the game. You know, you, you try to make some of these 
other teams attractive to cover your liability. Now, for us, everybody knows that, I mean, that's all we've been talking about is our huge liability that we have on the University of Houston. So we're, it's, it's part of the game. We're trying to make these other teams look attractive. Uh, you got Kansas at 12 to 1, UCLA 10 to 1, Baylor 16 to 1. Uh, a lot of people on, a lot of smart money on UConn. You can get them at 16 to 1, and Marquette's a good buy at 16 to 1. So, right. yeah, it does affect it. All right, Carl, what's on the menu today? What do we got? What do we got down there today? <laughs> because it's a long day now. You're going to have to plan this out. You got to pace yourself here. Unlike Berman yesterday on St. Patty's Day, you got to pace yourself. Yeah, you know, uh, Mike, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and this is going to sound odd for me, but food has not been on my mind the last couple of days. Now, what I did last night is I went home and got like three double cheeseburgers from McDonald's <laughs> and I scarfed them down. Uh, but, uh, you know, make for up me for a this lot afternoon, of it. yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a couple of beers this afternoon and, and something, uh, something to eat and a bunch of it. Wow. <laughs> I, that, that's the first right there. Mickey I mean, D. that's the first. I mean, my man's not having anything to eat. That's a first. Yeah, that's he usually you, plans his day around that menu. That's how you know the madness is real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is Carl Jig Jack Johnson. We, we need therapists <laughs> in here. Murray, now him. We're going to get on the right side. Hour number two, Lombardi Line coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 